Hello and welcome to the Inside OSU podcast. I'm Julia Binbrook. The new school year is just around the corner and we know OSU students are preparing to return to campus and shopping for their new homes right now. Student safety is our number one priority and we want you to feel prepared for your return to Stillwater. On this episode of the Inside OSU podcast, I'm speaking with the Director of Housing and Residential Life, Dr. Leon McClinton. He has updates for us on the move-in process. The pandemic toll on our campus is going to be heavily influenced by how our students conduct themselves on a daily basis. And so we're hoping that we can educate and help our students understand the importance of wearing your facial covering at all times when you're in public settings, um, washing your hands often, um, and then also maintaining adequate social distancing between yourself and others. How are the residence halls preparing for a safe return to campus? We have worked with facilities management on making sure that all of our spaces, our residential spaces, our community spaces are disinfected and sanitized uh, using hospital grade disinfection, disinfection materials or supplies. And this will be done by a local professional cleaning company. Throughout the summer, I've been pretty obsessed with water fountains and thinking about how do we approach water fountains and we know people need water to survive. And so we made the decision to keep water fountains functional uh, in our bottle filling stations, but we are going to put signage uh, above those stations informing and educating students on how to use water fountains and bottle filling stations appropriately. Um, We took the time to add some language to our housing contract this summer in regards to COVID-19 and what we expect and how students need to wear their masks or their facial coverings when they're in public settings within our residential communities. And if they do not, if there's um, habitual offenders or people that do not want to comply on a consistent basis, then we, are, then we have the, the authority to remove them from housing. So we are taking this very, very seriously. Um, we are cleaning our community bathrooms more Um, compared to last year. Last year, Monday through Friday, we clean those community bathrooms in our traditional halls once a day, Monday through Friday. And this year, we're going to clean them twice a day, Monday through Friday, and once on Saturday and Sundays. As you can imagine, we, we are designed and wired to bring students together and help, help them meet people and try to connect with them. So, Entering this year is really, really foreign to us because we're now trying to discourage large gatherings in our residential halls and our apartment settings. And so what we're doing is we're taking out couches, which will, which will, um, as you can imagine, entice students to sit closely together. So we're taking couches out. If we don't take them out, we're going to, we plan to, to wrap them in plastic. And if couches are in, rooms that can be locked, we're locking them. So really unfortunate that we have to do that, but we know our, our number one priority is to keep this semester safe, keep our students safe. And so we're trying to think of every possible way that we can minimize the spread of this disease. So students who are living in that residential housing are supposed to prove that they don't have COVID-19 before moving back to campus. How early do they get those tests, those results? What does that process look like? 
Yeah, so we um, again have to recognize our another area within our department, our assignments team have done a great job, has done a great job of sending out, sending out notifications to our parents and our students, making sure they know what they need to do in regards to moving in. Um, we are encouraging our students to try to get a, 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 a COVID-19 test done seven days prior to moving in. And um, so if they are able to get that done, um, they will bring their notification uh, of the, um, the, the negative results um, to the check-in site. And, um, and so University Health Services will put that in their medical file. So we are encouraging students to try to get that COVID test done within seven days of their on-campus arrival date. Um, there will be some students in, that may not be able to get that done, where they, from where the, depending on considering where they're living. But um, so if they can't get it done before they get to campus, um, then we will definitely have that test done as they drive into campus. That's the first thing, one of the first things that needs to be done. All 5,000, well, really 5,500 of our undergraduate students that are living on campus, they will check in to either the Colvin Center or to the West Watkins Center. So we'll have two locations. And so students will be informed on which location they have to check into via email. And so when they get to that location, there are three major steps that will take place. You will get, if you're, if you're a first year student, you will get a goodie bag from new student orientation, which will include um, some facial coverings. You will also get a t-shirt as well and some other little goodies from, from new student orientation. So that's one step. Another step is getting your ID. So you'll get your ID um, there. And then third step is getting the COVID test done, COVID-19 test. Um, so Universal Health Services will plan to have four stations available at each site. Um, I think they can do 30 tests an hour on move-in day, is there a limit to the number of people that can come with a student to help them get settled? We're asking you not to bring more than two people with you to move in. Um, so we're hoping that all of our students adhere, adhere to that. We, um, taking, it, taking it a step further, we are um, asking only the student to enter the, the facility where they are gonna check in, either the Colvin or West Watkins, so we're asking the parents you know, to stay in the car or stay outside. I know there are normally cowboy carriers to help with the big items as you're moving in. Is OSU able to offer any help as students move into those residential halls? We did put out a call for cowboy carriers. Um, I felt like I wanted to change the name to cowboy cleaners this year because they're not going to um, be moving. Our cowboy carriers are not going to be moving belongings into rooms or helping parents and students um, get their items to rooms. But what we do need, we are gonna have hand trucks and carts, laundry carts available for our parents and students to check out. And when those are returned, um, I need volunteers to just wipe those down, wipe them down and keep them sanitized. And so I'm hoping that um, I can get more. The last time I looked, I think we have about 80 volunteers, but 
anybody that's listening out there, um, please consider reaching out to me, leon.mcclinton at okstate.edu if you're interested in helping us this year. Again, um, it's pretty much sitting and standing and wiping down uh, hand trucks and, and laundry carts. You talked about kind of how everybody's, we're gonna be in smaller groups, things are gonna be phased as they move in. Um, is that random? How do you have that spread out? Our assignments team, has done an amazing job of being strategic with that, um, making sure that we don't have uh, too many people checking in at the same time on the same floor. Um, so we had to spread that out over seven days. So um, there, there is a method to, to that, an intentional method to that. Um, each student or the, each time slot is an hour and a half. So students will have an hour and a half to go through those three steps that I mentioned earlier. Either you go through Wes Watkins or the Colvin, and then you finish that, and then you go to your, um, your residential assigned area to move in. So um, everyone should have a, an assigned date and time to move in. If a parent's hearing this and they feel as if, or a student is hearing this, and they feel as if they don't have that, they need to reach out to me again on that. And then um, also you can email reslife at okstate.edu if, if you need to follow up. I know that a lot of students are shopping right now um, for their new homes. What should they add to those shopping lists? Anything that's different than the years before? We have a what to bring list that's on our website. So I would encourage them to look at that, but Julia, you know, if I think about what, what to add to this year that's different than previous years, cleaning supplies, um, how are you going to keep your, your, your space sanitized? Do you want to have hand sanitizer? I think you do. Um, so those are things I think you need to think about. Um, I think that students and parents need to think about if their student contracts the virus, then what are you going to take when you have to go into isolation? Um, we are going to have some cases. And so do you, you need to have an extra bag, a, a, a duffel bag. Um, do, you, do you want to consider taking enough clothes for 14 days? Um, so that's, those are some things you need to think about. What, what's, what are your favorite snacks you want to keep with you or take with you into isolation? If you have an emotional support animal, do you have toys that you can take with you? Um, with your dog when you go into isolation. So those are things I think you need to think about when you come to campus. So step us through that process. You, yeah. You're feel, not feeling well, you go get a test at one of our swab pod areas, you find out you're positive, what happens? Yes, so it depends on where you live. And um, we are working really, really hard to identify as many quarantine and isolated spaces for our students. Um, right now, we are, we are at a 200 spaces that we can isolate students. We're currently trying to add more. We're in conversations with hotels in the community to add to that. Um, but if you're, in a, if you're in an apartment or a suite, um, there's a good chance that you're going to isolate in place um, because you have your own bathroom. We're concerned about students that are in traditional halls where there are community baths. And as long as we have quarantine spaces or isolated spaces, we will move those students to those spaces and, um, and they will have to stay there. Um, while they're in those spaces, 
um, we have made arrangements with, with dining services to have food dropped off on a daily basis. Um, they will get three meals. The meal, the, the drop-off will occur between four and six every day. And so with that drop-off, you get dinner for that day and then breakfast and lunch are included for the next day. OSU knows that city, state, and national COVID-19 guidelines are constantly evolving. We encourage you to email reslife at okstate.edu if you have any questions about that process. You can also follow the OSU Housing and Residential Life social media pages. Thank you for listening to the Inside OSU podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. <music>